you are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to a emergency edition of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today, the A's had a doubleheader. Uh, they ended up splitting it. Not here to talk about that. Here to talk about two injuries, the big one being Matt Chapman going down. He is out for the season, including the playoffs. So what are the A's going to do from here? I don't know. Um... Chad Pender could have been an option. He's also going on the IL. So so basically the option at this point is Vimeo Machin is the third baseman until proven otherwise. Because uh, you got Marcus Simeon at short and then Tommy LaStella at second. Maybe you can do Tommy LaStella at third and Tony Kemp at uh, second base. But does that provide you more upside than having just Vimeo Machin play in third base? Vimeo Machin has been pretty decent at third base defensively. He does not have the arm that Chapman does. So there's definitely a drop off in that regard. But offensively, maybe he gives you a better at bat. Maybe he can get on in front of somebody. If Chris Davis can get hot and just start hitting dingers again, or at least getting on base more or hitting doubles or something like that, putting uh, Vimeo Machin in front of Chris Davis could solve all the problems right there. You have nice little uh, one-two combo right there going like six, seven, seven, eight, somewhere in the lineup like that. And all of a sudden, the bottom of the lineup's producing. Sean Murphy and Jonah Heim have both been really good at the bottom of the lineup. So, I mean... Does it hurt the A's? Yes. I think it hurts them more defensively than offensively, personally, going on this season. But I was looking at some of Chapman's numbers from this season. He hasn't been the Matt Chapman best defender in baseball that we've seen the last couple of years. In fact, this year, he's kind of, he's like fifth in uh, DRS, defensive runs saved. Uh, I know that defensive metrics are a little bit iffy still. They haven't been proven, not like war and things like that that are more widely accepted. Uh, There's still a lot of people in the sabermetric community that don't necessarily go full bore into defensive metrics, but his DRS this year is three. Last year, it was 34. Granted, playing time's a, a big issue there, but if you take just what it, uh, his innings played and you multiply it by four, he'd have 12. So that is one third of the defensive run saved that we've seen from him in the past. So can you replace Matt Chapman? I'm still optimistic about the ace chances. And I had a follower, uh, Brian, bring this up with the Locked On Ace Twitter account. And he said that in 1972, the A's lost Reggie Jackson. He had been one of their star players. They lost him for the World Series. They ended up winning the World Series anyway. So, I mean, the A's have done this before in Oakland. Granted, it's been a while. And I I knew that story, wasn't thinking about it. He brought it up, so he reminded me. Thank you, Brian, for that one. So there is precedent for this. Uh, I know that baseball has changed a whole bunch in the time since, but Chapman's not like a speed guy. He's a, a very good defender, and... Obviously, I mean, he's one of my favorite players. I'm not trying to disparage him. I'm just trying to provide some optimism for A's fans who uh, have not been having a good day. So I think that they can make it work with Vimeo Machin at third base. He's not going to make all the same plays, obviously, but nobody can. Matt Chapman is Matt Chapman. He is the platinum gold defender of baseball. And uh, you can't really replicate that with, you know, guy that's on the bench. So I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Emil Machin offensively. He's getting good at bats. He's walking a little bit more than Chapman was. He's striking out like at half the rate that Chapman was. So that's a plus. Um, And that's kind of what you need in the playoffs, I think. So I'm optimistic that Emil Machin, if he is the guy, can make it happen. 
in the playoffs. Maybe we get some good at-bats from him. We're going to need to see some upticks from, you know, Loriano, Canna, uh, Matt Olson, obviously. Uh, he's going to be a very big key for the A's moving forward. Matt Olson's going to have to start crushing a bunch of dingers. Uh, if Chris Davis can get going, if they can get something out of him, there you go. There's the offensive production right there. So there are ways to make this work, I think. And that's that's my optimistic take, I guess. <laughs> and one last thing before I get out of here, though, um, the A's have potentially signed, this has not been confirmed by everybody, Shannon Rubin of the San Jose Mercury News uh, is reporting this. She's the only one that I've seen so far reporting on this. So the A's may have potentially signed Jake Lamb to maybe get some at-bats and play third base. I I know that he has a 14 WRC plus this year, and that's not great. He does have power in that bet. Has he completely lost it? I don't know. Here are his stats from the last couple of years. They're not super encouraging. In 2018 and 2019, he had six home runs each season in 200 and roughly 30 uh, at-bats in each of those years. But before that, he had had 29 and 30. So he has pop in that bet. He's only 29. I don't think he's lost the pop. I think that, you know, he's a guy that's not getting contact right now. Uh, His strikeout rate has been high this season, but it's been 50 at-bats. Not a lot of, you know, time at the plate. And that strikeout rate is 34%. Uh, In 2019, it was 24.3. The year before that, it was 27. The year before that, it was 23.9. And his walk rate's been double digits uh, all all the way through. So he's had a decent eye at the plate. He just uh, hasn't been getting the best results. He's also hitting 116 this season. Again, 50 at-bats. He hit 193 last season and 222. At his best, he was hitting 249. So he's not an average guy. But he can kind of get on base a little bit. Uh, In 2017, he had a 357 on-base percentage, a 323 in 2019. So if he can do something like that, I think that that would be a plus. His defense is decent. It's probably the equivalent that we've been getting from Matt Chapman this season with Matt Chapman's uh, hip hurting him. So... You're not losing much on the defensive end right there. He gives you a little bit of pop. I don't think that they're going to just push Vimy on my chain to the side because he gives much better at bats, but I could see maybe uh, Jake Lamb being a bench bat. Maybe you bring him in a big, in a big spot. He can only hit right-handers, by the way, so uh, he's not going to be playing against lefties, but he has above average exit velocity uh, comparatively to the league. He had a 91.6 this season. Again, small sample size, but last season it was at 90.7, so I mean... He hits the ball hard, so that's nice. It's probably just a flyer. They might give him some playing time over the next couple of weeks as the season winds down. See if he'd be a viable option for them in the playoffs. I think that's as far as they'd go. I don't think that they're going to be just plugging in a guy with a 14 WRC plus that's not showing any signs of improvement. I think that they're taking a big flyer right here. And uh, I know that they have guys in the minor leagues. You could bring up uh, Nick Allen. He's more known for his defensive prowess than uh, his bat. And I think that they want somebody that also has a bat along with him. Also, he hasn't played above high A. So you don't necessarily want to have somebody in the field making that jump. It's okay for pitchers every now and then. The Astros have a whole staff of guys that are just coming from high A and uh, hitting people. But from the batter's perspective, it's a lot harder to catch up to major league pitching as opposed to, you know, a major league strike zone, which is the same. So I think that's why we're not going to see Nick Allen. Sheldon Noisy is a name that's been uh, rumored about a little bit. And with both Pinder and Chapman going on the IL, Chapman's going to go on the 60-day DL, which would open up a spot on the 40-man roster for uh, either Nick Allen, who's probably not going to be coming up because he hasn't played above high A, or Jake Lamb, who... 
We'll see. Uh, you'll, well, you might see both. I don't know. Because uh, you're going to want to get playing time for anybody that you bring up if you're going to bring somebody up in this realm. Um, and also, where's Vimeo Machine going to play? So I think that they might go the Jake Lamb route. And it, it's weird that they're not going the Sheldon Noisy route, obviously, because it, I mean, he wasn't necessarily in contention for second base because he has options or had options. He still has options. Uh, but so that's why he wasn't necessarily in the competition for second base. But the fact that they're not bringing him up right now leads me to believe there's something that we don't know what that is. We don't know, but there, there's probably something going on there. And uh, maybe we'll find out what it is later on. I Wait for reports. We also don't even know if Jake Lamb actually got signed. So uh, h- hold on for that news. But if, if he does get signed, I assume that they're going to, you know, give him some trial runs against righties, see what he does, maybe try and zinger with his swing a little bit. But it, that's kind of hard to do on the fly and hope for the best results immediately. Um, so we'll see what happens. But just wanted to give you guys an update on what I was thinking because uh, Twitter is not good enough for that. So that's uh, that's where I'm going to leave this one. I'll be back on Monday for you guys, recapping the weekend, seeing where the A's are in the playoff hunt, all that stuff. Maybe the Mariners can uh, gain some ground on the Astros. That would be wonderful. I would thoroughly appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that's going to be it for me today, guys. Until Monday, uh, stay indoors, celebrate good times, keep wearing those masks, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday.